When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. You're listening to episode 56 of the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast. You are listening to the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast, a show about living simply and sustainably with your family. Here's your host, Stephanie Safarian. Hey there, thanks for joining me. Now, today's episode, when I was writing its title, I made it a little cheeky. We are not talking about why you should use fine china. We are instead talking about how specifically we can prioritize the people in our lives we love the most and how specifically we can show them that they are important. Now, it sounds completely intuitive, right? But if you're like me, you've probably found that in practice, being on for your family after a long day of being on for your responsibilities and perhaps your job and everything else can be quite difficult. Here today to offer her best tips and tricks is Ashley Logsdon. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you might recognize that name because she's been on twice before. She was on episode 36, where she talked all about applying minimalism to our heads, our homes, and our hearts. And she also made a guest appearance on my 50th episode celebration. Now, before we dive in, a quick note. I am in the middle of creating my first online course titled 14 Days to a Zero Waste Kitchen. It is a roadmap of sorts for you to sustainably minimize, organize, and then put in place every single zero waste system you need so that in 14 days, you have a completely zero waste kitchen. Now, the course is not out yet, but if you are interested, you can tell me you're interested in this week's show notes, and I will send you information when it is released. And also a little hint, if you tell me you are interested and you end up wanting to go through the course, you'll get a steep discount for being a founding member. You can learn more about the course in this week's show notes at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 056 mamaminimalist.com forward slash zero five six. Enjoy the interview. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on a second time. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful and thrilled to be on. I love the Sustainable Minimalist podcast, so it's it's a great pleasure and honor to be on a second time and talk with you more. Thank you. Thank you. For listeners who don't know, you were on episode 36 titled Minimalism for Homes, Heads, and Hearts. And I will say that is the most downloaded episode 
of all time for me. So I think the reason is because people enjoy hearing about how minimalism is easily applicable to all aspects of life. And we're going to continue on that thing today. But before we do, update us. What's been going on in the past few months? Oh, goodness. Well, we have traipsed all across the country for just as a refresher, our family RVs the States full time. And we've been doing it since October of 2016. So this year in October, we celebrated our two-year anniversary, And right before that, actually a month before, we hit the 48th state. So we have explored all of the lower 48 and just have Hawaii and Alaska to get to now. So that was a, a big celebration for our family. And, um, and of course, coming back then to our hometown of Nashville, Tennessee this fall, right before we came down to winter in Florida, was yet another big um, minimalist push for our families where we reassessed, okay, what are we holding on to? Again, not just in our home, but in our minds and our hearts and kind of doing another kind of clean, which is what we like to do when we go back to Nashville is just reassess what do we want to carry with us and what are we ready to let go of? What's next? Are you going to Alaska and Hawaii or are you venturing abroad or are you staying put? Well, I uh, clearly not going to RV to Hawaii. However, <laughs> no. that's definitely on our bucket list. We will do Alaska and Hawaii at some point, but we're not feeling a big push that it has to be immediate. Uh, right before we hit the wonderful forty age mark, we went to uh, we went to do another big trip because when we have a lifestyle of constant travel, it's like you you know because you're always on adventure, you're always doing something. You don't schedule those vacation times in, right? Because our life is a vacation. But that being said, we still want to be able to incorporate those things in. So in before 2020, we've talked about either going to Hawaii or going back to Costa Rica that we loved. We spent a month there before we started um, or potentially even RVing in Central America. Today, we're talking exactly about prioritizing what's important, prioritizing your family. And you have this awesome phrase, you call it prioritizing your VIPs. I wanted to do a show about this for personal reasons, and I think you're the perfect person to talk to about it because even though consciously I know that my family is the most important thing in my life, and even though I'm well aware that I should be prioritizing them over the dishes or the vacuuming, I find that it's really hard to do that in practice. So help me out. <laughs> I understand. You know, it's one of those where... We need times to recharge. We need times to be able to just be ourselves and not be on, you know. So so oftentimes we are on for everyone else. And then you come home and that's your time to kind of check out, be off and just kind of relax. But what can happen is it gets goes so much to the extreme that what it is is when you're at home, then you take that for granted and you don't necessarily have those moments of being on for your own family. And so you save the fine china for only when the special guests guests come around. You don't, uh, you know, they don't wear their, you know, the kids don't wear their fancy clothes. You don't get dressed up and kind of turn on at home. And sometimes we're our worst selves when we're around those ones that we love the most. And so kind of just looking at that and kind of pulling back to, okay, what is what is your priority? If your priority is family, how are you making it happen? And how are you, how are you showing them that they are a priority? And 
I mean, sometimes it's something as simple as, I mean, one of the big things that I coach families on when I'm, when I'm doing my marriage and family coaching and helping them to get intentional about their family is two things is creating a family vision and then literally scheduling in their family time and their, their marriage, their together time as something that's just as crucial as let's say a podcast interview or a house closing. I mean, these things that are big, important things with business, you don't second guess it. You don't say, oh, I'll put it off and do it later. I'm going to reschedule. It's a priority and you have to do it and you make a commitment to make it happen. If we were to look at our families in in some of the lights of how, how, as me working in the entrepreneurial world, how you do in your business, where you have a, you have to come up with a business, business and a mission statement. And I have to make sure that I prioritize those meetings. If I were to take that into my home and instead of marriage just happening and instead of kids just happening and reacting to what comes, if I, if we're to sit down as a family and clearly communicate and say, this is what I dream of our family looking like. This is the, these are the things that I want to feel when we walk into our home and you open about that and everybody gets a chance to have a voice and communicate and you come on board with what a family vision is. And then you prioritize times to spend time together. It is amazing the shift that that can do in your home life. Hmm. What I hear you saying is to be active in your relationships with your VIPs. Don't just sit back and assume that the relationship is going to be hunky-dory all the time. It actually takes work. And what I also hear you saying is it potentially takes planning. Mm -hmm. Yes, very much so. If you can lay it out on the front end, it makes it, it clears up so much of, of the craziness. Being proactive on the front end and laying out some ground rules doesn't mean that we have to stick to them to a T. We can be flexible, but doing that on the front end has created a, a, an opportunity for us to really relax instead of react to the fact that you know people get maxed out and we need to make sure we add in those opportunities to recharge. With your family, your husband and your children and the other important people in your life, how specifically do you show them that you prioritize them? That's a good question. And I, I will talk a little bit about mine, but then I also want to talk about what my mother did because that, that's going to fit more for the, the general audience because we weren't living in a travel trailer at that point. Um, as far as the things that, that Nathan and I do, one of the things that we have is prioritizing our marriage. That's a really big deal. And we, um, for a long time, when our kids were younger, we had the seven to seven rule. So they were in bed by seven o'clock and they weren't to come to us in the morning until after 7 a.m. And we did that not just because the children had to get their sleep and everything else, but we did that and we were very open with why we did it with our kids. I mean, sharing with them that this is because this is mommy and daddy time because we are better parents when we feel recharged and when we feel like we're on the same page and we're able to work as a team. And in order to do that, we have to have those opportunities to connect. Now with us being in a travel trailer, it's even more important. And I mean, I share as my 11 year old is now old enough that she wants to be in on all of her conversations and she wants to stay up late. And we tell her, you know, honey, we're with you 24 seven. We have to have these moments to have some adult time for just the two of us to connect without you guys. Because when you give us that opportunity, we can come back to you in a better state of mind. 
and um, more ready to, to invest in you. So we prioritize our evenings as being special time for Nathan and me. Yeah, we'll throw in some fun, you know, movie nights with the kids and different things like that. But they know that there are certain times that are, it's not about the kids. We don't have a child-centered home. We have a family-centered home. And that means that we as parents need to have those times to recharge. I'm wondering how after a long day do you have the energy and I'm not and I'm not even joking I'm literally wondering how do you have the energy to then put more effort into your relationship and not just watch bravo on the couch <laughs> Oh I completely understand You know there also we have to understand and give grace to there being different different stages in our children's lives where they're more demanding. And to have something where, you know, there's an expectation of somebody who has a child under one year old, that they're going to be able to prioritize their marriage every night. I understand that's a little bit more difficult. But what we have found is that it's worth the push. It does not mean that we are not tired at night. Um, but we kind of, I mean, there are a few reasons, I guess, why we have the energy at night in order to do this. One of it is we don't stay up super late. So by 10 o'clock, usually, I mean, 10 o'clock is kind of our deadline. That's our curfew. I mean, we're usually in bed by 10 and we get up early. We're active throughout the day and our, the activity helps our energy level to go a little bit higher. We don't, you know, drink loads and loads of coffee and those things can all help. Um, but then the other thing is there is an element of, I don't want to necessarily say fake it till you make it, but pushing through. On your website, you list some other family VIP tips like use the fine china, put out the good candles, give gifts just because you love your family. So I'm wondering, how do you show your children that they are prioritized? That's, you know, that one thing as far as the lighting candles, fine china, that was something that was so beautiful for my, uh, that my mother did when we were growing up. She did not hold back on all of the nice things in the house and only use them for special occasions sort of thing. Now, of course, my mom was also a bargain shopper. So a lot of her fine china was, you know, bought at a garage sale or a thrift store. So, and she was also the first to break most everything. So there was not a lot of blaming it on the kids. We all knew that mom broke everything in the kitchen. So she didn't have this, oh, this is sacred. We can't touch it. And so she really... She instilled that in me at a very young age. She is very much an artist in every aspect. She talks about how she dresses borderline gaudy. She, you know, her her whole her whole appearance and presence is an artistic presentation. And so she always did that. She loved to dress up for just being with us because we were important. You know, she she would dress up and get all fancy not to go out for somebody else because but because she was with her family and she wanted to um, to shine her brightest with us. And she would bring out, you know, the cloth napkins and the fine china and candlelight dinner and have all of that simply for us. And oh my gosh, I mean, how special as a small child to walk into a whole fancy, you know, fine dining experience just because your family wants to be with you. So those are the things that, you know, we've carried on to our own kids. And if we, if they're, you know, we're in an area that's got, uh, 
like when we were up in Maine, you know, we got lobster and we did a whole fancy lobster meal and got dressed up just to stay in. But just just doing those little elements of I'm willing to go to the effort to put forward my best self in front of you kids because you kids are important. It is a huge confidence booster for your kids and just kind of shows their importance. And that's kind of, you know, my main focus with Family VIP is going back to what I referenced earlier. We do not have a child-centered home. We do not necessarily have a marriage-centered home or, you know, a parent-centered home. We have a family-centered home. And in doing that, it is the fact that if we want respect from our kids, we firmly believe we have to give them that respect. If we want them to listen to us and prioritize us, we do the same for them. We work together as a team for a unified front so that we can uh, you know, we can all thrive. We can all be raised to our highest potential. And that really happens by making an effort to let them know how important they are. Writing a little thank you note or a, a love note to people in your family, showing gratitude and saying thank you. Hmm. Going back to the beautiful practice your mom had of taking out the fine china and using it on a Wednesday really makes me think about how we're living now and now is the best moment. And why are we not celebrating right now? I have a set of 18 play settings of China that I literally use once a year because I'm always waiting for that special occasion. But the special occasion is right now. Time is finite, right? We're always waiting for that one day down the line to use the fancy stuff or to take the expensive trip or what, whatever it might be. But it's a mind shift shift of thinking about it's not someday, it's today. That's right. And I, I speak a lot on that and, and say, you know, it will always remain one day until you put a date on it. And I talk with people about that, you know, when they're dreaming of doing something like what we're doing with RVing the States full time, or whether it's that big trip, or whether it's just spending that time with your family. That's why it is so important to, like I said, schedule it in and to put it on the calendar and prioritize it. Because I have unfortunately seen so many families where it is, you know, hustle, you work hard, keep your head down and, you know, focused on the business or anything else to to make the money to one day be able to enjoy it. And by the time one day rolls around, your kids are grown and gone. They have different schedules. Your relationships may be severed or not in the same situation that they were before. Your health may have suffered. And on top of all of the, you know, all of the natural occurrences that can happen, we also can just forget how to enjoy it because we haven't incorporated it into our daily practice. So make sure that you are embracing those moments with your kids and with your partner and that you are holding on to what is precious right now and looking for those little moments every day that you can embrace and be grateful for what is right now. Not what can be or what should be, but what is right now and what you have in your life at the present moment. You've convinced me. I'm using the good china tonight. We're having yeah, we're having spaghetti and bean balls, not even meatballs. Don't get upset vegans. We're having spaghetti and bean balls and we're putting it on the fine china and I'm using the linen napkins. 
and I'm excited about it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and it's so much fun. And especially with the young kids, man, the, the thought of getting all fancied up like that. And for you guys, my gosh, it's a lot cheaper than taking them to that fancy restaurant. Yeah. Do it at home. Have fun and just, yeah, do things just because, because your family is worth it. You chose to have this family. You, and I know that the, those of you listening that uh, are, I mean, that are dealing with your own growing families, I mean, this is something that you chose and you wanted. So now let's, let's, let's really mm-hmm. celebrate that and have those moments every day where you can bring out that fun and excitement and gratitude for that beautiful family that you've created. Thank you for that. And thank you for that little motivation, that little push in the tush (laughs) for me personally. Where can listeners find more of you? If you go to mamasaysnamaste.com, you can also search the Mama Says Namaste podcast. And we have a weekly podcast as well. Uh, we share our tips and tricks, and we also share a little bit about where we are in the country and on every one and where our adventures have taken us. So Mama Says Namaste podcast and mamasaysnamaste.com. And if you ch- click on the drop down, there actually is a whole process to create a family vision for your family if you want to get started on that as well. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on a second time. I so appreciate all your wisdom. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. I so hope you enjoyed that interview with my friend, Ashley Logsdon. Don't forget to check out this week's show notes for more information on my 14-day course. And on next week's show, we are talking about three specific habit shifts that we can all make to be a little bit more mindful and sustainable in 2019. I'll see you then. Take care.